Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Today, I am your host and I'm also introducing our co-host, which is super exciting for me because it's one of my favorite people. And she's going to join us in a minute and talk a little bit about some youth investing, which I want to share with our listeners and share with our younger audience, because uh, we know how important that is. Now, my world as a financial advisor and, and with a bookkeeping business, I do all things financial and all things with numbers. Uh, I also know the magic of compound interest. And that's one of the, the magic pieces that Ashley has learned. And what that really means is over time, interest makes interest, makes interest. And that's where people get that term, money makes money. And it's 100% true. It's super easy to do. Uh, everybody can understand it. I've always been, I always will be a firm believer that everybody can understand their own stuff because there is no question in my mind that you can. Uh, the part that people get caught up and confused on is when they try and understand everybody else's stuff and trying to understand the people on TV. And I'm going to use somebody like Warren Buffett because most people probably heard of him. He's one of the richest men in the world. Jeff Bezos, the rich arguably the richest man in the world. Uh, people hear them and about them and they look at that and they think they can't understand it. Well, they can't understand it either. They have a team of people. They have accountants, they have tax lawyers, they have all these specialists, financial advisors, and they have a team of people that work on their stuff. So you don't have to understand their stuff because they don't either. They, they have people that they, they pay to understand their stuff. And that's okay because that's the, that's the world they live in. And if you're not in that world, that's perfectly fine. Uh, what matters to you is what, what matters the most. So when I talk to people during the day or when I meet with them, it's, it's really more important. The question I find that's the most important is what is it you want? And what do you want your finances to look like? What do you want your retirement to look like? What do you want your, your, your current um, situation to look like? Do you want travel? You know, I know we can't right now, but we will. And when that opens up, is that something people like to do? Do they want to travel by plane? Do they want to travel by motorhome? Do they want to just take, you know, weekends away and not travel too far away from home? These are all questions that once you know the answers to what you really, really want, um, then it makes it easy to understand your finances. And I always tell people two things. One, you can understand your own stuff. And absolutely. And the second thing is all you really need to do is track your cash. And that means how much money comes into your house and how much money goes out. And at the end of the day or at the end of the month, at the end of the week, wherever you're tracking it, do you have more money going in to the household or more money coming out of the household? And if more money is going out of your household, then that's when you need to make some adjustments. And it's that simple. So knowing what you have and where you're spending is usually shocking for a lot of people when they first start tracking their cash uh, because they don't realize how much they spend on eating out. They don't realize how much they spend on uh, coffees that they buy outside the home. And it, it, it does add up. It really does. So it always surprises me uh, when I see it because they're always surprised at how much they're spending. Uh, now, what we do here every Monday night, we get together and we talk about concepts like tracking your cash and understanding your finances and What's the difference between an RSP and a TFSA? And 
why do we have all these acronyms in finance and what are they? And we've gone through those before. And uh, we, the, the, the bottom line is we just try and make sure that people are comfortable with their own stuff because I truly believe you can do that. And that's really what the Inspired Choices Network is also about, empowering people to have their very best life and, and live their very best life in the way that they want to live it. So if there is an area in your life that you need a little bit of support with or a little bit of advice on, maybe it's in a relationship, maybe it's in parenting, maybe it's in training your pets, maybe it's in you know a little bit of confusion on your business or starting a business or running a business, whatever the case is, um, there are some pretty fantastic hosts on the Inspired Choices Network that you can reach out to. They will get back to you. Uh, if you join them live, then you can talk to them in the chat room. If you are able to not able to join them live, then you can listen to the podcast on one of the 200 or more platforms that were featured on after the live recording and you may be able to reach out to them uh you on our youtube channel they always you make comments they always get back to you i encourage you to reach out and talk to whoever it is that you would like to talk to and if we happen to have a missing piece to the network and you think that that's a an area that you know then i would suggest you talk to christine the owner of the network because she is great at helping people start their own show and and uh, share their expertise to the world because I can tell you if you have a question about it there's probably 10 other people you know that have a question and don't forget that we also have an app the Inspired Choices Network it has a mobile app you can download it in Apple or on Android and you can listen to us live you can join us in the chat room through the app uh, you can click on shows at the bottom of the image in the in the app uh, it's free. So there you go. There's no excuse not to join us on the Inspired Choices Network. And financially speaking, of course, you can join us here Monday nights. Um, so super excited tonight because I have a very special guest. And I've had uh, Ashley on before. And I have said she is one of my favorite people. And it's 100% true. I think she's absolutely one of the most remarkable girls I've ever met. And I'm very happy that we've become friends. She's born in a small town of St. Thomas, actually, same city that I'm in, in Ontario. And from a very young age, she took an interest in business, finance, and investing, which is obviously super cool to me. And currently, she is an undergrad at the University of Western Ontario, but not for long because she's just graduating. And she was studying psychology um, at the University of Western Ontario, and she's also studying criminology. Uh, she is... Uh, moving on to do her master's degree in uh, the fall of this year, which is awesome. And she's going to be focusing on the criminology side of her studies. She, although her specialty is not in school in business and finance, um, she is also a very firm believer, like I am, in investing for the young people and educating yourself uh, in the world of finance. Ashley is an active volunteer in both St. Thomas and London communities. And she's dedicated to giving back to the community and advocating for those who are often marginalized in society. She is interested in reading, baking, and I can tell you she's a fantastic baker, <laughs> hiking, and also my favorite, listening to Financially Speaking. And now she's going to join us as a co-host. So we're going to have our youth investing advisor, uh, which is so cool. So Ashley, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. And thanks for that intro. That was lovely. Well, it's all true. I am like super excited to have been able to talk you into joining me here. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I'm so glad you asked. 
Uh, I think it's so important. And I know you and I have had these conversations before about investing and, and it is fun. Like it really is, isn't it? It's yeah. not painful. Yeah. No, not at all. It's great. So we, we've talked about the investing part of it in the past. And, and now we've, when we had you on the show and we shared a little bit about, um, we had you share, sorry, about uh, investing and understanding at a young age and how you got involved and, and how you still love it. And which is cool. And now we're going to introduce a, a feature onto Financially Speaking, the show, um, where every, at least every quarter, we're going to have Ashley come in and do a show and talk about uh, investing for youth because it's so important. And I see it now, and, and I can tell you that when, when I meet with people who are 40, 45, 50, whatever, and in that age, they always say to me after we talk, geez, I wish I had somebody that told me this when I was 20 or 25. Because the change in what the value of the investment would be would be significant. The compound effect is huge when you take a 15-year factor of what that money could have grown. And people don't realize that $30 or $20 or $50 a month, whatever it is, it grows exponentially as you keep reinvesting it. And there's so many people that I've talked to that they think, oh, man, well, how different my life would have been had somebody your age... Uh, known what they know, what you know now, and now you're going to be able to share it with a lot of uh, people your age and a lot of our listeners, frankly, around the world. And and it, all the ideas, they all fit. I don't. It, it doesn't matter if you're in Canada, where we are. If you're in the United States, if you're in Australia, if you're in Hong Kong, if you're in Europe, it makes no difference. The concept is the same. And the investing, the mindset for investing is the same. And that's what Ashley's going to help all the young people uh, really get their, you know, get focused on. So Ashley, tell us, you know, share with us wh- what you've been doing and, and where you're at uh, now, because it's been a few months since we talked to you. Yeah. So since I was on the show last, um, I graduated. Um, so my official, I guess you could call it a ceremony. It was online um, because of the pandemic, but that was last week. Um, and so since then, I've been I've been working full time um, with uh, the Correctional Service of Canada, actually, um, and I've been really enjoying that. Um, but I was really excited when you reached out um, and asked about, you know, becoming more involved with the podcast, because like you said, um, there's a lack of conversation around um, investing and investing young. Um, and most people my age, you know, there's this mindset I like the way you said it there's a mindset towards you know money is a a bad word like it's something you shouldn't talk about it's something to be feared Um, but it's really not and it's you know it's an easy thing to you know once you you understand it and once you have the mindset that you know you can know your stuff um, as you as you phrased it um, it becomes a lot easier and you know you can reach that potential and that lifestyle that you want so when you asked me about that um, I was really passionate about making sure, you know, not only people my age, but people older who didn't start investing young or people younger than me who want to start investing, um, that they, you know, they have something, some t- some form of resource that they can rely on for that information. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And congratulations. That's so exciting for you. Got the, got the first degree under your belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. more to come, but. More, oh yeah, more work. <laughs> you just get warmed up, but uh, it's always nice to get the first one because then it, it feels like 
uh, you know what, you're, you, you can do it. You're on your way. <laughs> and yeah. the climb doesn't feel quite as tall when you've got the first one done. Well, it's so, funny because, yeah, well, thank you. And it, it's funny because the whole time you're doing your degree, I don't know if this is the same for anyone else, but for me, you know, you're, you're one year closer and, you know, you got two years left, one year left. And then you hit it and you're like, I know that there's something that's going to come up. There's no way that, you know, it's going to be this easy to graduate. It's just going to, you know, but then, you know, it did. And my ceremony happened. No one called me and said, you didn't meet your requirements or whatever. So <laughs> I was thrilled, but um, yep. <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's the first one's a, a good one, you know, it's out of the way now. And the rest seems like something I can just, um, you know, walk nicely through, hopefully. Yeah. And I, and I think you're right, because that was the exact same thing when I was an undergrad. I thought, well, I'm never going to be able to do this. And then in your first year, you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm never going to make it to my fourth year. And then when you get to your fourth year, you're like, um, are they going to actually give me anything? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> there's going to be some reason why I don't get it. But yeah. then once you get it, then you just have this confidence like, hey, actually, maybe it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't take it away afterwards, thankfully. <laughs> Not yet. They haven't. I'm still no. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting and I'm super excited for you because uh, you'll be heading off to the next journey which is the master's degree and that's going to be a couple years isn't it yeah the the program itself is two years and um, I mean I'm looking forward to that it'll fly by even faster <laughs> oh I don't I don't doubt it yeah yeah that's exciting so we're going to talk, um, so we're almost at our first break, actually, but we're going to talk tonight about um, you and the show that, that you're putting together, actually, for Financially Speaking, because you're going to be um, the captain of the ship taking over and running the youth investing part of it, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll have you with part of our um, investment club. So I have, um, and I don't remember if I talked to you about it, so I'll just put you on the spot right now. Um, we have an online investment club, Women Investment and Social Exchange, and it started 22 years ago in my living room, believe it or not. So it's like started when you were born. <laughs> and we had uh, just my girlfriends who were smart, educated women that didn't know anything about finances. And it, and it actually started out, I thought it was gonna be us trading stocks in a little club together, I thought that'd be fun. And then we first got together, they were all like, okay, teach me about stocks. I was like, hmm, maybe we should back up. So we backed up a little bit and we started talking about really everything we talked about on the show here, you know, kinds of mortgages, how to save for your kids' education, you know, bank fees, all that kind of stuff. And it's, it got to be where it was too big in my living room. <laughs> and uh, I took a break from it because work got in my way. And uh, we, I've had people ask me about, so we're actually, we relaunched it online. So I'll hopefully be able to talk you into coming on and sharing with them because it's, it's all about women and investing and, and uh, I think it'd be great to share with the, the youth method mes message as well, because there's a lot of young women that need that for sure. So we'll take our first break. And now that I put her right on the spot, I'll give her like 15 seconds to think about it. Um, and then uh, we'll come back and Ashley will be uh, our co-host for the night. She's here all night. So if there's any questions uh, for her, you're welcome to share them in the chat room. But like I mentioned at the beginning uh, on our YouTube channel, I get comments and questions from there. I reply to every one of them. And if anyone has any questions for Ashley as well, she will get the message. I will make sure of it because I'll make sure uh, to share that with her. So if there's any questions or, or comments or anything, just uh, feel free to reach out and share that with us. And 
and absolutely we'll, we'll get back to you. So don't go anywhere. We have Ashley all night and you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Tonight, you have two hosts. You have myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, and our new youth investing advisor, Ashley Quinn Hogan. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And your co-hosts tonight are myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, and Ashley Quinn Hogan. Ashley is uh, joining our show. She will be our youth investment advisor, and she's going to be sharing uh, a lot of information and and answering questions that people have uh, in her age category where they can start looking at investing and and learning more about finances. But I, I know that the same stuff that she talks about in her age bracket applies to people all the way along in every age bracket. It's really a a lot of the key concepts. The beauty of it is for them, they have a lot more time on their side, which is always great for compounding. So Ashley, I'm going to turn it over to you and and, uh, share with us a little bit about what we have in store for the show. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, You know, with, with the show, my main goal is to, you know, reach out to people my age, younger, older, sort of anyone who's interested in learning. My main focus is on, you know, people that fit into my cohort, you know, those young um, 19, 20, you know, 25 year olds that, you know, either have minimal experience or no experience, or maybe they have, um, you know, an explicit amount of experience. Um, But I want, I want to, you know, channel them and, you know, let them know that, you know, money management and investing isn't a scary thing. And it's not something that you want to wait until later, you want to put off until down the road. 
as you were saying, the beauty of compound interest um, and young people, we have, you know, our age on our side, we have time on our side where if we don't know what we're doing right now, that's absolutely fine because, you know, we've got, you know, 60, 70, 80 years, you know, to figure it out. Um, and I think that, we, you know, my goal is to make sure that we can figure it out together and we can figure it out sooner rather than later. Um, and so, you know, a couple of the things I want to look at, um, you know, throughout my episodes is, um, you know, easy ways to, to start. Um, so like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, tracking your money, budgeting, um, they seem like scary finance words, but they're things that are really easy to do tracking, you know, the amount of money you're spending every month and the amount of money you have coming in. And, you know, with, with students and young people who, you know, they don't have an established career, they, they don't have a profession that's bringing in a lot of money. How can, you know, how can you balance that, you know, lack of income to, to make up for, you know, the $700 a year you're spending on coffee because you're buying coffee every day. Um, you know, how can we counteract that and how can you, you notice it? Because if, if you're not keeping track of it, um, you know, that $1.89 doesn't seem like a lot, but at the end of the year, if you've been doing that every day, you know, that's like $700-ish um, that you've been spending on coffee where it could have it gone into something else, right? Um, so, you know, that's one of, the, one of the main things I want to talk about. And um, with that comes student loans. Um, you know, that's the elephant in the room because it's all fine and dandy to, you know, to say you're going to, to, to get an education, um, which is fantastic. Um, but then comes, you know, you graduate. You know, I'm in that boat this year is um, I'm gra- I graduated. Um, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm continuing my education and I'm very grateful for that. But for those people who, who you know, they stop after their undergrad or, you know, they've already finished their graduate or their PhD or, or whatever, um, they have this burden um, of this massive student debt that falls into their lap. And if they have no money management um, or they don't know anything about finance and investing to, to help them when that time comes, um, you know, it's a, it's a lot to, to carry. Um, so I guess, I don't know, I'll ask, I'll ask you too, Kathy, um, what, is, what is your opinion on sort of this um, student debt and how people can get ahead of it? Because that's something I, I'd be interested in talking about too uh, when the time comes. So there's, there's a couple of schools of thought on that. And usually when I talk to people about uh, education, now I'm, for full disclosure, I'm a huge fan of education. I spent a lot of years in uh, postgraduate and uh, grad school and postgrad and, and I love school I'm always learning and taking courses and I think everybody always should be in, and and is in some form or another not necessarily through a university but there's lots of ways to learn and get educated uh, the the challenge is and if you have uh, and for people who want to go to university and it's not cheap and Canada university is the same concept is college in the United States. They don't necessarily use the term university uh, because we have two different levels here in Canada, but university is the, the same as, you know, going to college in the United States. Uh, what happens is you look at it, you think, okay, how am I going to, what am I going to come up with at the end of this? You're going to come up with a degree in whatever, and what kind of job prospect or what kind of um, field am I going to go into with that? And what kind of income does that particular job make? And then you look at it and you say, okay, it's going to cost me X amount of dollars. And when I come out, I'm going to make this amount of money. However, if I didn't go to school, what am I going to, what kind of job am I going to get? How much money am I going to make? And there's been a lot of times and, and I've seen with, with 
with younger people where they go to school because the parents expect it and they don't necessarily like it. They didn't necessarily want to do it. And they end up taking something that they don't use out in the, the real world. <laughs> they, uh, they graduate and they have this piece of paper that they don't do anything with and they end up making money that they could have made without the education. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, I, I, I mean, I get it. You know, a lot of parents, they want to push their kids through school. And a lot of the times it's not the right thing to do. So you have to look at whether or not school's the right thing, the right path for that person to take. Now, if they're going to take that path, then you have to evaluate, you know, what's going to be the projected outcome for finances, right? Obviously, you don't want to take a job where you could make $20 an hour without the education and you're going to make $20 an hour after the education and all you've done is incur this big chunk of debt. Uh, now, having said that, for those that have gone through school and they do have this big chunk of debt, we look at, you have, depending on how you got the debt, what the interest rate is. So we have stuff in Ontario known as OSAP, the Ontario Student Assistance Program. And the interest rate there, there's a federal portion, then we have a, a, a provincial portion. So we look at what's the interest rate. So can we get a line of credit that's lower than that interest rate to pay it off so we can save on the interest? Um, now, in some cases, you have certain period of time, like six months to start paying it back before you have to pay any interest on it. So you have a six-month interest-free period. And maybe that's the time where you have a chunk of money saved up. And you're like, okay, now that before the interest kicks in, I can put that down on that. Or you put a plan in place to say, I'm going to be able to pay X amount of dollars every month. And I'm going to have it paid off in this time. And it, get, it, it literally gets worked into your cash flow. So you know that it's part of your, and I say budget, most people will kind of cringe because they don't like that word, but you're tracking your cash, right? So, you know, every month you got $200 or $300 payment coming out for your education. And with that, I think you have to look at, you have to be very aware that you have this and you have to get the education to do something for you. So you have to use it. So you, you, you need to qualify for a job that somebody without that education wouldn't. That's the way I look at it because you need to know it's a psychological thing as well as a financial thing. You need to know that that education is being put to use. And for people, once you get through to that, that part of it, then the income should justify the education. Uh, but it's, there's a lot of people I've seen and, and they're in their forties and they still have a, a a student loan and that's because they didn't budget for it they and they get to defer stuff and and they're not tracking stuff and I'm like you've had 20 years to pay something back on this and you really haven't done anything so now you have to pay attention and it's it's just like you said with the coffee you have to pay attention the student loan's no different if you're not paying attention to it then the interest just keeps growing and you never really get anywhere um, and it stays on your credit record and it's going to affect you getting a house or getting a car or, or whatever credit you're going to be going for. Um, so, yeah, I think student debt, uh, it can be it, it can be an asset in the sense that you got the education and you're going to get a higher paying job that somebody else wouldn't get without the education. But you still have to pay it back and people have to be aware of it all the time. So it's got to be top of mind in your cash flow to say, it's got to get paid and pay it down as fast as you can, just like anything else, you know? Uh, and I just look at the interest rate to say, you know, if you're paying 5% on that loan and you're paying 8% on a second loan for it, knock down the, I, I like to knock down the highest interest rate first. Some people psychologically like to knock off a payment. So they feel like they paid something off and that's, that's fine too. Uh, it just depends on, you know, how people have their mindset for it. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great because, you know, like you said, you have to be aware of, you know, if you can't just, like, like the coffee, right? You can't just, you know, pay $1.89 every day um, yeah. and expect that not to, to compound at the end of the year. The same way a student, you know, student loan compounds when, when you have an 8% interest or 5% interest or, or whatever the case is. Um, but what's important is, you know, not to be scared of it, not to not go to university because you're scared of having debt. It's, you know, once you have the knowledge, you can manage it so much better. Your mindset changes. So, you know, how can, you know, part of this podcast series is going to be, how can I show people that, you know, it's okay if you don't have the money to go to university right now, take OSAP, take whatever loans are available to you, sorry, and set yourself up. So at the end of your degree, you can pay those back and you don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people are feel, fearful of that. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's something to, to consider and it's something that I'm hoping to, to bring knowledge about, um, you know, in the coming episodes. But um, I do realize that it's almost time for our second break. Um, so with that, um, when we return, I guess we'll get into a little bit more of what uh, my series and my episodes are going to focus on. Um, but uh, for now, I guess we'll head into our break. Um, and you're listening to Inspired Choices with both myself and Kathy tonight um, on the Inspired Choices Network. And like I said, when we'll return, we'll touch on some more, um, you know, some more topics that I'm going to be getting into. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. 
To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan, and I'm a co-host for tonight alongside, as always, Kathy Cook-Noble um, here on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, before we went to break, we were just chatting briefly about um, student debt and student loans and sort of, um, you know, what I'll be touching on in, in my upcoming uh, series. Um, but yeah, we were talking about how, you know, it's the mindset you have towards uh, student debt and education. Um, they can make a world of difference uh, when, you, when you graduate or throughout your, your academic career. And one other thing that, you know, I'd like to touch on in, in the upcoming episodes that I'm, I'm going to brief over here quickly is how, how do you manage your money as a student? And, you know, everyone's focused on getting ahead, but when you're, you know, you're a student and you don't have an income and you have this debt that's sort of just lingering overhead, how can you, um, you know, how can you become, you know, an investor or how can you um, get ahead, so to speak? Um, and so, so Kathy, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts for students on, um, you know, you're, you're unemployed, you're, you're a student, or you're, you're working minimum wage, maybe, and you have, you know, this debt that's sort of lingering. How, how do you go about uh, managing your money that way and, you know, uh, making sure you have more coming in than, than going out? So I find that it's, it's going to be the same as if you're 40 years old and you're working in the same job for the last 10 years. Uh, it's a, it really is about being aware. So, and once you're aware of where your money is going and coming from, then you plan for it. So one of the, the um, and I'll probably not get the quote right, but Warren Buffett said that um, you save your money first and, and you invest it and whatever's left over is what you spend. So you put your investing as part of your plan. So if you're making minimum wage and you've just graduated from school, for example, and you've got a student debt and you're gonna know whether or not you have to pay for room and board or an apartment rent or whatever the case is, you know what your housing costs are gonna be. You know, uh, and I'll give you an example. So we have, um, Ashley, you know I have four kids and, and our son is uh, same age as you, actually. He's 20, well, I think he is, he's 22. So uh, what we did with him was we said, uh, he said to us the one night, we did it as a joke. Like, obviously, you know, I talk about money all the time. So in our house, we talk about it all the time. It's not a mystery. It's not taboo. Uh, nobody gets in trouble if they, they talk about, you know, uh, hey, should I be buying this? Or does this make sense? And we talk to each other about, those kind of things. And, and I think that's important, healthy conversation. So with Spencer, we had a moment where he was, at, he was at home and he had finished school. And he said to us the one night, he said, you know, all my parents' friends are making my parents, are making my buddies pay room and board because they're all working and they're making an income and they're still at home. And I looked at Todd and I said, that's a great, and we had never talked about this. And I said, well, that's just a great idea but I think we should do a little bit differently. And we made it kind of funny. And he's like, oh man, you're going to make me invest my money. And I said, yes, I am. <laughs> so instead of, as a parent, we have that ability to say, instead of charging your room and board, we're going to, we're going to 
make you put some money aside every week, but that money's going to go into your future. So that goes into your investment. So he has his, he, he's planned it out. He knows how much he has to pay back on whatever it is that he owes. And he also knows that that's just a line item that he pays every week. And he does it weekly because compounding weekly is even faster and, and you can grow your money faster and you have basically twice the time if you're doing it weekly rather than monthly, right? Actually four times the time, but uh, so he does it that way. And it, it is just a, it's just natural to him. So now he knows whatever he makes, he accounts for, he's, he's got his own condo now. So he accounts for whatever it costs him for his rent. He knows what it costs him for his vehicle payment. He knows what it costs him for groceries approximately, but his investment is part of a fixed cost. So every month you have to pay, and this is how you break it down. I have to pay my rent or my mortgage. I have to, I have to pay my insurance on my car. I have to pay my car payment if I have one and I have to pay my investment. Now, if you have a student loan, you have to pay your student loan. So these are the things that go in the have to pay column. These are fixed. Now, what is not fixed is how many times you go out, whether or not you uh, go to, well, you know, go see a band play or go to a movie because um, that's just starting to open up. But in the in real world, like this has been a special time with COVID, but in reality, we're all going to be back out and you know, participating in sports events and all that stuff. So you can control how many times you go to a hockey game. You can control how many times you eat out. You can control how much you buy in groceries because of the food that you buy. Those are the parts that you sacrifice if you want to say sacrifice. But I, I like to think it's just managed better, but that's the part. So he knows, and this is one of the areas that he's been very good at, is he knows that at the end of the month, those fixed things, and that includes his investment, that gets paid. If at the end of the month, he's a little bit short, then he's not going out to, he's not going out with his buddies Friday and Saturday night. He might only be going Saturday night. And that's how, that's how he does it. And I think that's the easiest way for anybody to do it. Just set it up and say, I have to pay my mortgage, pay my car, pay my insurance, pay my investment. That's how it is. And pay my student loan or my line of credit, whatever it's called in their particular case. Those things are the must have paid. Everything else you can negotiate. And, and I think that makes it easier for people because they know, okay, right off the bat, I have you know, $1,000 a week that I'm getting or whatever the number is. And I have to put 300 towards rent and this, okay, so my first paycheck goes towards my fixed costs. And then my second paycheck might have a little bit left over. And that goes towards my variables where you know now I go get you know, maybe I don't buy um, all the, you know, different types of potato chips when I go to the grocery store. Maybe I only get to buy one bag this month. And that's the kind of stuff that you look at. Or maybe I have to take my lunch four days a week instead of um, five because I can afford to go out with the guys on Friday for lunch or the staff or, you know, whatever the case is. So you have some flexibility once you know exactly what these are my fixed costs. And then anything after that, you can negotiate. Yeah, and I like that you said, um, you know, the way that it, it, it has to be considered, like this is a necessary thing to include your investments in that. Because I think that a lot of people, especially young people, think that, you know, car insurance, rent, you know, textbooks, tuition, those things fall into, you know, you have to pay those. And whatever I have left after I, you know, go to, you know, the bar, 
three days a week or you know after I go to 17 concerts this summer that's what I'll invest you know um but it's like you said a shift in that mindset so if investing is really important and you want to set yourself up for success later on that's a that's a must um and I know that's that's one for me that um, it's, it's always been a must. So it's, you know, it just becomes one of those things that you absolutely have to do something with this, you know, this month or this quarter or, or what have you. So that later on, you know, you have it a little bit easier um, because, you know, I say it all the time, um, but, you know, it's, it's either hard now and, and easy down the road, or you can take the easy way out now and go to the bar three nights a week, but you're going to have a hell of a time later on if you keep it spending your money that way. Um, and for young people, it's, you know, it's, I know you said budget's a scary word, but okay, tracking your money, it's, it's not that hard. Um, you know, the way I, I like to do it is Excel. It's, you know, it's going to be your best friend, you know, in the world of finance, but opening it up can even be something easy. Write down, you know, all the income you know you have coming in that month. So whether it's, you know, from OSAP or, from a part-time job or from a full-time job or you know whatever the income is write that down um and an easy way that i break it down is um i use the 50 30 20 rule which is 50 percent of that is going towards necessities so groceries rent car insurance tuition um investing 30 percent of that is going towards you know those luxury things you know how many times i you know can go out for lunch with a coworker. Or, you know, how many beers I can get after work or, or whatever. 30% of that income, um, you know, is going to go towards that. You don't want to say 0% because, you know, life's meant to be enjoyed as well. Um, and restricting yourself is not going to do any favors. So uh, 30% is a fair number. So, you know, I plug 30% into there. And that leaves 20% um, for savings is what, you know, I call it. Um, and that, that 20% is, you know, it's a non-negotiable. It's, you know, 20% of what I bring in every single month is going into savings of some form. So whether that's short-term savings for, you know, a potential, you know, mishap down the line, whether it be, you know, the car breaks down or, um, you know, you, what, whatever the, the case is, or whether that's, you know, I have enough sitting in my bank account right now to manage that. So this 20% in my case is going to Kathy so that she can, you know, put it away for me. And, uh, um, you know, later on down the road, I, I have that to fall back on. Um, but yeah, so that, that's an easy way that I do it. And I do that every single month. Um, and I can, you know, attest that it's not a hard thing to do. Um, Kathy, I don't know, what are you, what are your, do you think that that, do you think that budgeting is a difficult thing to do for, for young people or? I, I don't, and I love that you do it that way. Cause that's very easy to understand and very easy to do. And it fits with my, one of my favorite quotes. And I say it all the time and I'm kind of annoying about it but I always say it's easier to be hundred percent committed. And it simply means if, if, if you, if you don't eat red meat, you never eat red meat. It's not like, well, maybe I'll have a steak tonight, even though I'm vegetarian. No, you never eat it. So it's easy. So when people say, do you want a hamburger? Or do you want a steak? You say, no, thanks. I don't eat red meat. It's easy to do. And I think if you approach your budget the same way, it's easy to be hundred percent committed. You do it perfectly. It's 50% goes towards what I have to pay. I got 30% that goes towards having a, enjoying my life. And then I got 20% that's going to my future. And I, I think it's a great way to break it down. 
so it, it's fantastic. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an easy way to, like you said, that's the main component is you're not going to throw, you know, something super difficult to a bunch of young people and, and say, here, follow this, you know, don't ever have any fun, save all of it for when yeah. you're 80 years old and you're going to be sitting yeah. in Florida doing whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, and that's something, you know, that I want to dedicate one of one or a couple of my episodes to is, you know, um, this is the reason why tracking your money is important. This is why it's easy. And this is how you do it in an easy way that is, you know, understandable. And like you said, you can give a hundred percent to it. Yeah. I think it's just about time for a third break of the show. We're just flying, flying right through it here. Um, uh, when we, when we come back, you know, I'll discuss a few more topics that I'm looking at, um, covering in, in the upcoming weeks, um, and months. Um, but uh, you're listening to Inspired Choices with both myself and Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, when we come back, we'll touch on a few more topics related to youth investing. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. All right, welcome back, everyone. I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan, and I'm joined here with Kathy Cook Noble, your, your usual host um, on the Inspired Choices Network. And before we went to break, we were just chatting briefly about um, budgeting and how easy and simplistic it can be um, as a young person, as an old person, as someone in between either of those two things. Um, but you know, one of the other things that you know I'd also like to chat about is um, I'm not discriminating. You know, it's not, not focusing specifically on young people here, but um, for those of you who have children or have kids that are young adults, um, you know, you, there's also a role to play um, when you're in that position for setting up, you know, your child for success later on um, is, you know, you're not burdening them by teaching them about finance. Um, and I think that's, there's a stigma around finances, you know, adults don't want to burden their the young children or the young adult children with worrying about money. Um, but it's, it's definitely not a burden. It's definitely helping them out. And I know Kathy, you were just talking about um, your son Spencer and um, how his yeah, friend's parents and um, yourself and Todd were, were talking about, you know, paying rent or paying a portion of, of rent once you have a, a part-time job. Um, and that's something that, you know, a lot of parents would think, well, I would never burden my child with, you know, having to pay, heaven forbid. Um, 
but it's it sets them up for success later on because they learn that you know I have this you know x amount of dollars I'm getting from this part-time job but I know that I have to pay x amount of dollars to mom and dad every month to either invest for me or you know to to put into you know some type of um you know account for myself or whatever they're doing with it um so you know what do I have left over and you know what's important you know for me to, to spend that money on um and so I know you talked about it a little bit already Kathy but for parents who are hesitant to or who have yet to sort of have that conversation with their kids or, or start to get their kids on the the train of thinking uh, that finance and budgeting and tracking your money is an important thing to do. Um, you know, what do you have to say as a parent to, to parents that are hesitant to start that? I, I think you nailed it. It's about having the conver- opening up the conversation, having a conversation and not making it scary. And you don't have to know all the answers when you're a parent. Just like I don't have to know all the answers as a financial advisor. I have the ability to ask people and, and talk to people. You have, a, as a parent, the same thing. You can talk to other people. Why not ask other parents that you're friends with and say, hey, what do you do with your kids? Um, I don't have any problem with a parent talking to their son or daughter and helping them learn about finances. And if they didn't have a solid understanding of it, this is the opportunity for them to learn with them and for them to help their kids to exactly like you said, get themselves set up for success. I, I happen to be in the camp where I believe, uh, I want my kids to be smarter than me. I want them to do better than me. I want them to earn more than me. I, I have no issues with that. I, I'm like super excited to see that happen for them. Uh, I know there's some parents that are afraid to have their kids do better than them, maybe makes them look like they weren't as successful or whatever the case is. But I think that once parents get their mind and it's a mindset thing again once their parents the parent gets their mind around the fact that you can learn as a family and if you help your kids uh if you charge them board room and board rent whatever so be it that's what you know your rules are in your house okay fine um if you just set it aside or set however you're doing it you're setting them up you're getting them in the habit and either way they're going to be successful if you talk about it so I think you're hundred percent right on. It's uh, not scary and it's not, uh, it's not taboo. You're allowed to talk about money and, and learn together. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing too, is, you know, as, you know, as young people, we get into this mindset that, well, we don't have to worry about it yet. That's mom and dad's job to, to take care of us. Um, but then on the opposite side, you know, you have mom and dad saying, well, I don't want to burden my child with this, or, or maybe they haven't learned it themselves because they, they were that young adult that said, I'll worry about this later. And then, you know, becomes later, 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 and later never comes until you're 70 years old and you have, you know, all of this debt um, and have no knowledge of, of investment. And so it's, it's a learning opportunity for both young adults or teenagers or whatever it is that you are or you have. And you know, the parents and or grandparents or aunts or uncles or whatever um, relationship you are, it's never too early to start, um, you know, learning about investing, but it's also never too late. So, you know, I know I'm talking about starting young and how good it is to start young. We don't have to be young to start. It's equally as good to start right now, no matter, you know, because you'll never be younger than you are, you know, in this minute right now. 
So, you know, waiting five years is not going to help you if, if you're 40 years old and um, you haven't started yet. Um, don't let, don't let me fool you. It's, it's not, you don't have to start young to be successful, but it's a lot easier to be successful if you do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, Kathy, if you have any final thoughts on that. But. No, I think you're, you're exactly right. And, and people who hesitate to get started, uh, it's, they usually regret it. They, they usually wish they had uh, started earlier. And I always tell people, you can't play coulda, woulda, shoulda. You just have to start right now. And uh, you put the plan in place, you stick to it, you make the habit and you get your mind, you work on your mindset to keep it in force. And, and you sometimes need someone like, you know, you and me to make them accountable. So, you know, you, you just keep them on track. And I don't mean accountable in a bad way. Like they don't, nobody ever gets in trouble. So, you know, if you were supposed to save a hundred dollars this month, and you pay, saved $80 instead of a hundred, it's still a win. So, you know, you just, you, you be successful as you, as you keep learning and you keep educating yourself. So you're, you're hundred percent right on. I'm just going to tell you, I'm really looking forward to your shows and seeing you on financially speaking as the host. And I'm excited to hear, you know, how uh, we're going to save the world and financially, especially with the, the youth and, and, and you're right though, it's the, the, your focus, I say you with the youth, but we're focusing on everybody that needs the financial help. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, the youth is just one cohort that, you know, is, is meaningful to me because I'm one of them. Um, you know, not necessarily, they don't have to be students. They could be, you know, um, youth that are in high school or youth that, you know, are working or, or what have you, um, that are already in the workforce. But, um, the bottom line is, you know, you know, whether you're 15, 25, 45, if you have yet to start investing, now is the time to do so. Um, and, you know, my goal here is to help those of you who have either not started or you're thinking about starting or you have started, but you don't really know, you know, you don't really know your stuff yet, um, how we can, we can go through that journey together um, and how we can you know, really, really, really start to, uh, to talk more about it um, and I'm so grateful that, that Kathy brought me on tonight I'm looking forward to having some more episodes in the future thank you for choosing to listen to financially speaking radio show Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 3 p.m. Central 2 p.m. Mountain and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. we hope you'll join us Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.